and Nick. Welcome to that Superhero Thing podcast where we discuss the latest superhero and comic book movies and TV shows. I'm your host Nick and joining me as always is my co-host Anthony. Hello. You alright? Yeah, not too bad mate. How are you? I'm good. Are you excited to talk about Loki? <laughs> I am indeed. You are, you're excited this week, not me this week. <laughs> I am excited. I am excited. excited. I'm excited still. Uh, I, it's just a really good, I know straight into spoilers like, but a really good episode. I'm quite surprised at, and I know we're going straight into Loki here, but how quick this is moving. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people seem I to be thinking. I was that my WandaVision theory wasn't right. I'm a little bit, yeah. I'm a little bit... <laughs> I was like, oh man. It might be. You never well, know. I just thought they'd throw in a twist somewhere, but they haven't so There's far. There's got to be, though. There's too much going on this early. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. Far, far too much. But we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it when we get to Loki. Also, and again, I know we're talking about Loki, but very quickly. Yeah. The fact that they played I Need a Hero after we'd done the He-Man thing. I know. I was like, Nick's going to be in his element. I was just buzz- I was absolutely <laughs> buzzing when it came on. But I kind of wasn't. And when we get to the news, because you haven't seen one of the trailers that we're talking oh, okay, about. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was a bit like, yeah, this is good, but it's getting a bit old now. But in we'll my get, head, we'll all I could hear was, I need a He-Man. We'll get- <laughs> <laughs> Disney should have jumped on that and put it in this I one. Know, right? They should have just jumped all over it. So uh, on this week's show, we've got quite a lot to go through. There's quite a lot of news. Mo- loads of Marvel news this week. Oh, so, okay. We've got Guardians, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the game, uh, yes. the game, not the film, uh, Black Widow, What If, She-Hulk, uh, Spider-Man, and some Thor news, uh, DC, we've got some Blue Beetle news, and the Flash news. I feel like the Flash has become the new Justice League. There's a bit of Flash news every <laughs> single time. week, and like yeah. six months after we've watched the Flash, there's still going to be Flash news coming out every week. Uh, and then non-Marvel or DC news, we've got uh, Star Wars news, we've got the Toxic Avenger news, that has not been said in a podcast. For a long time. You don't even know what it is, do you, Anthony? We've had to talk about this. You yeah, do now because I've explained it to you. Yeah, but I don't. Never seen never <laughs> heard of it. No, fair play. And then we've got some Assassin's Creed news as well. Uh, after that, we'll do a full breakdown of episode two of Loki, titled The Variant. Yeah. This week it was called. And then at the end, as we always do, we'll be discussing the listeners' thoughts and theories and our thoughts and theories, if we've got any good ones this week, uh, <laughs> in Pod Fans Assemble. There will be spoilers all the way through. Obviously, when we get to the Loki breakdown, that's going to be really spoiler-heavy. We won't be doing a non-spoiler review of the episode. There'll be speculation in the theories and in some of the news as well. And as always, if you want to skip past any part of the podcast, you can or go straight to the review. We will put uh, timestamps in the description. So let's crack on with the news. So Guardians of the Galaxy, the Guardians of the Galaxy game. You've not seen the trailer. I've not seen. I've not seen the trailer, but I've read up like little bits about it because there's people that not aren't happy, but are a bit disappointed yeah. by the sounds of it. I think it's about kind of the the gameplay itself by the looks of it. You can only play as Star Lord. Yeah, you can't and play as any of the other characters. It's only it's only Star Lord. So it's coming from Square Square Enix Square Enix. Don't know how you pronounce it, but they're the same company that made the first Avengers or the last Avengers game oh, okay. that came out, which I think a lot of people felt was a bit disappointing yeah i didn't really like I've it i've had very mixed reviews i haven't played it haven't myself. you no, I, no but i got it on like launch day and Did I, you? I was very dis- i was really disappointed i just didn't like like the fight mechanics or yeah any of it it just felt a bit meh it just wasn't wasn't great it's an yeah. avengers game i mean how can you get it how can you get it that wrong do you know what i mean yeah it should have been like the the big release and i think it was it was quite disappointing um but it's coming this year so October 26th this year. Okay. So it's quite quite a quick turnaround. 
the trailer, which is why I was talking about uh, I Need a Hero, holding up for a hero, the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer has it on it as well. Ah. Yeah. So, so it's when really we got to, when being we got to Loki, It's the third time I've heard it in like five days, which yeah. is fine. You know, it's an all right song, like, but it's just, it's very. And then like, the last time we heard it before that was what, Shrek 2? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Bonnie Tyler is raking it in. Royalties. <laughs> <laughs> She's sitting there, like, rubbing her hands together, like, playing another trailer. Do it. Do you know, she tweeted the other day, just off topic, but she tweeted the other day saying, do you know how many tweets I get when there's a total eclipse? <laughs> <laughs> what, when there's a real total eclipse? Yeah. Amazing. So people always t- check on her. Are you okay? <laughs> I don't know. That's amazing. But it's funny, like... That's brilliant. So, yeah, so uh, October 26th is coming out. You can only play as Star-Lord, and it's got a very different look as well. So it's, I say very different, It's, it's that weird point where it doesn't look completely different to the MCU, so... You just know it's different. It's kind of like they're trying to take elements from it, but it looks different enough for people to not particularly like it yeah if you if you get what i mean but we'll, we'll see i mean we've seen some gameplay trailers for it it looks all right yeah i'll give it a go when it comes out i'll and give I'm it sure a go yeah, yeah still sell loads to be fair uh black widow news uh good news for our uk listeners we will be getting it in the uk two days early so we don't have to wait until the 9th of july we're going to get it on the 7th so on wednesday so, Wednesday's so same day as Loki same anyway. Day, same day as Loki. After all, the, after all the moving stuff about, we're getting it the same day as Loki anyway. Wonderful. It's only going to be in cinemas on the 7th though. So on Disney Plus for the premiere release, it's not coming out until the Friday. Okay. So they're going to they're gonna stick with stick with that. When we're going to do our bonus episode, I don't know, we are doing a bonus episode of Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, when we release it. Should we wait, probably wait until the Friday to release it so that everybody can have seen the film before we... Yeah, it? I think, yeah. Let's I think see. if oh, we maybe kind of Sunday. drop it, drop it over the weekend. We'll drop it a little bit later. Yeah, yeah over the weekend. We'll we'll confirm it. We'll put it on, put it on Twitter and Facebook. Give us chance. Still got a few weeks, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, give us chance to kind of figure out what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say like mull it about a bit. Yeah, you know, like taking it all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we make notes. It. We do we do what we can. Believe it or not, we do make notes sometimes. I yeah, do sometimes. Do. You do more does. than me. I do. I do more. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what if news? We've got more rumored episode details from the Illuminati every week. They're coming out with a different different episode, and none of these have been confirmed yet. Let's hope. Let's hope they're right because some of them sound really good. Yeah, they to do. Be to be fair, so this time they're talking about Gamora's episode, and they reckon that the episode's going to see Gamora still being evil, which I think we've seen some pictures of her in like Thanos style armor, wow. and she's going to be acting as an assassin, and her target is Tony Stark. Oh. So it's going to be Gamora hunting Tony Stark. There's no details on why it's at, why she's after him or anything like that, but we've never really seen them to interact. No. So that should be quite quite interesting, and depending on when it's set as well, whether it's like early days, early days Iron Man when he's still a little bit cocky. Yeah, that'd be that'd be quite interesting. Well, uh, I mean, he, he was still cocky all the way through. He was, but he, he was, was just bit, more arrogant about it at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, like Iron Man one or two level. Yeah, and Tony Stark. That'd be that'd be good to see. Uh, she Hulk news. So we had some news last week about Jamila Jamila Jamil playing the villain, and yeah. now the direct, the direct are reporting that Hulk's son Scar will be appearing in the series. Oh. In some in some way, they don't really shed much more light on it than that. So in the comics, in the Planet Hulk comics, uh, Hulk, not Banner, 
Hulk because he's Hulk the whole time. Yeah. He has a child while he's on Sakaar. Uh, and I don't know whether we're going to end up with a similar situation in the MCU. So like Hulk, Hulk was putting it about a bit <laughs> when he, when he was on Sakaar, essentially. It just sounds, I, I mean, How? I don't know. Time, time goes differently in Sakaar as well, doesn't no, it? Yeah. Without going into too much detail, I just meant logistics. I'm no, sorry. Okay. I just didn't understand we're not, it. We're not that sort of podcast. No, no, I know. But <laughs> do you know what? I mean, it's it's good. I, I like the fact that we're getting we're getting Scar from the comics. Yeah. But it seems a bit like silly, for want of a better word. It's like we've got Hulk, and now we've got Hulk's cousin who's got Hulk powers as well, or he's gonna have Hulk powers, and then we're gonna have Hulk's son, and it's just a bit. Is it just a bit too much? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's gonna <laughs> like what? like we're getting the Marvels. We're gonna have the Hulks. Exactly. Yes, like, so, it's something be... like that. I mean, again, with a Brady Bunch start with all their faces. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be absolutely brilliant. Absolutely. Amazing. There's a story. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, carry on. I don't know the rest. <laughs> don't know the rest. <laughs> anyway, moving on swiftly. Spider-Man No Way Home news. Kind of news. So on Monday, Sony Pictures Argentina on their Twitter released a short teaser. And it was basically just the Argentinian version of the Spider-Man No Way Home logo, like zooming out with the Spider-Man music playing over it. And then at the very end, it glitched. And it was a very, very similar glitch look and sound to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So everyone's all over it saying, this is our first confirmation. And then the fact that like an hour later, they removed the tweet. Yeah. Which makes you think they shouldn't have released it that early. Do you know what though? I think that it's... I don't think it's accidental. No, I don't. Well, well, Sony Brazil released it then again, their version, like two hours later, and theirs is still uh, up. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the glitch is bigger. It's, oh. it's just it's a different. It's not exactly the same. It seems like a slightly longer glitch. Yeah. But I mean, I think we all, you know, if this if this isn't Spider Verse, <laughs> <laughs> imagine if it drops and Can it's just imagine? got nothing that we were expecting. And what, but when is this trailer coming? I mean, it's out in like six months, less than six months. Yeah. And we've still not had a teaser because that. Te- it's actually that it's going to be it's going to be six months tomorrow, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's Wednesday the sixteenth today, so okay, seventeenth of December. So I didn't even know that's when it was coming out. Six. Well done, Anthony. Fountain, <laughs> fountain of knowledge. I like that. I knew I knew it was in December. I'm so proud yeah, of myself. Seemed, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get a trailer tomorrow. Maybe maybe because they're definitely building to something. Yeah, they've got to be. Wouldn't it be great though if this was just if they just didn't give us a trailer? It'd be annoying. It'd be weird. It'd be annoying. But do, does it? I mean, the purpose of a trailer is to market the film. Yeah. Does Spider Man Three need a trailer, or will people just go and see it? Don't know. Or do, can we just get a, could you just get away with little teasers like that? Like what they've just released, they could release that in the cinema. Yeah, they could release that as the trailer, and I don't think it'd get any less people. Yeah, go go in to watch it because yeah. everyone's into everyone's into the MCU, aren't they? So, yeah, kind of don't want to know. I'd love to be. I'd love to go I'd love in and just imagine not, getting a teaser trailer though, where it's like you just see the back of Spider Man and he takes the the mask off, and then someone goes, "I don't recognize you." Something along those lines. Just so that it's like, boom, something's going on. Yeah, I think it'd be good if the trailer or whatever teaser we get just teases the fact that we might be getting yeah Toby and Andrew and doesn't confirm it we don't want to see it. i don't want to see him in the trailer no i don't i just I want don't. a tease that they might be yeah, coming yeah. The pro- even a tease that they probably are coming just so it sort of like let us know and then just have it be completely we, we see him for the first time in the movie yeah that'd be brilliant 
Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder news. So <coughs> some official promo art has leaked this week. Uh, it was a crew member T-shirt that they've all been given when they've when they've wrapped filming, I think. And it shows you uh, Thor in his new costume, uh, Valkyrie in a costume that looks very similar to what she had in Ragnarok. Yeah. And then what we what looks to be Jane Foster as the Mighty Thor in a costume very similar to the comics, yeah. which I thought we, we knew was going down that route anyway, didn't yeah. we? But again, it's just. I can't. It, it feels weird that it's actually happening. We're actually getting that's, Jane Foster's that's store. So excited! It's going to be dead good. And the fact that we're sticking to the the costume, I, I think. Yeah, as well. I think it's nice that Natalie Portman's getting a chance as well. Yeah, because she obviously she wasn't in Ragnarok. No, and she didn't really get basically. That much to do. She's only been in the shit one so far. She has out of the one, the out of them all. She has. And so, she's not popped up in any like the Avengers movies no, or anything like that. No, she's basically been in probably the two worst Marvel movies. I know. So that's why I wanted to have her moment, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. she's not a bad actress. No. But I don't think she's been given quite the opportunity as of yet. Well, we said this all the way through the countdown, didn't we? She's yeah, not yeah. a bad actress, and to have her, and but again, not even just the fact that she's in these not great films. The actual like the lines that she's been given and the direction she's been given made her kind of look a bit shit. Yeah. So to actually see her in this with Taika directing, yeah. it's going to be going to be brilliant. Uh, and then we've got some Morbius news. Can't say news, kind of news. Uh, Tyrese Gibson has been doing some interviews with the rest of the Fast and the Furious 9 cast this week because it's all getting its marketing going. I think it's out on the 24th yeah. of this month. And he did an interview with Brandon Davis from comicbook.com. Yeah. And Brandon basically asked him, is, the, is Morbius set in the MCU? And Tyrese said yes. It's, it's <laughs> oh, okay. It just said, said it out there, just kind of like nodding him. Yep. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. So I think, I don't know how I felt about that straight away, but then GameSpot apparently got in touch with Sony and said, is it? And he said, no. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Tyrese, Tyrese is wrong. So who's wrong? I don't know. It does make me quite, I, I, I don't really want it to be, but then why have we got Michael Keaton in it? I mean, to be fair, I think I'd just like laugh. Like I, I'd probably say that stuff. Just well, because just I find it funny. Just... I just don't get the impression Tyrese knows. <laughs> he probably doesn't, <laughs> and that's why it's just complicated. Like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This sounds like a complicated question, but I just <laughs> smile and nod. Mm-hmm. Just smile yeah. away, boys. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is, yeah. Yeah, 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 it is. Spider-Man and Morbius, is he? Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, what about yeah, Superman? Yeah, 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 Superman. Somebody said on Twitter, if he asked him his Batman in the movie, he'd probably just nod and go, yeah, 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 it is, yeah. Uh, and then last bit of Marvel news, kind of Marvel news, is mainly Disney Plus news. Uh, so it's been confirmed by The Hollywood Reporter today that Wednesdays really now are going to be the new Fridays on Disney Plus and all the of Disney's original content TV series will be releasing on Wednesdays now and not Fridays, but movies will still be coming out on Friday and it's to sort of separate it from... yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I, f- I feel about it. I, can't, I like the fact that we get things a little bit earlier. But then it's only really the first episode that makes it earlier because we've still got to then wake up, wait a week yeah, yeah. Till, till the next episode. Uh, but it's pretty much all come off the back of Loki being the most, most watched season premiere yeah. on Disney+. Plus. Whether that's because of cause of a Wednesday or whether it's just because it's Loki and everybody's buzzing for it. We all, I, I mean, know. we all knew it was going to get kind of yeah. the ratings. So yeah. I, don't, I don't particularly think that the day will have changed it. I don't know whether it's... See, I can't even say for definite. Like, I would have said from our point of view, it might be because 
um, things are easing on the lockdowns, people going out a little bit more, so they were changing it to a middle of the week. Yeah, because people However, go on Friday, I don't know Saturday. what's happening in America, so, so I don't know whether they. I think they're about the same as us. Are they? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought they'd been kind of easing a lot sooner than we had. Poten- uh, yeah, potentially. I don't know. I think it depends on where you are. Yeah. In in the US, but yeah, I think that got, that's going to have something to do with it, isn't it? The fact yeah. that people will be getting back to normal life and they'll be going out on a Friday and Saturday, and they don't want to. I've been, I've been looking to book a table to go for food and it, you cannot get yeah. anywhere from Friday to yeah. Sunday. It's become a bit of a nightmare, hasn't it? So yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're onto something. But yeah, we'll see, see how it goes. I think the next series, I think what is going to be the big tell because I think it's it's like one division you hadn't had anything for ages. No. We had no Marvel, no Marvel content for ages. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Big, big name anyway. So is one division. Don't don't. And mind. it was straight off the back of one division. There was only exactly. a week's gap, wasn't there? Yeah. So everyone was really excited about it. Exactly. And then you have got Loki, who was just going to sell it himself. Yeah. But then you're going to get to what if? And I think a lot of non-diehard Marvel fans aren't really going to know what it's about, and possibly yeah. will be put off by the fact it's animated. Yeah. To a degree. So I think that'll be the that'll be the big tell, and it could potentially go end up going back to Fridays, but. We'll see. I'm yeah. good either way, and we will uh, we'll try and keep up with the <laughs> with all the date changes on the, <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, so on to some DC news then. Uh, the Flash news, as we always have, we need a, we need a Flash segment on the podcast because it's always Flash news <laughs> every week. So last week, Andy Machetti shared a look at Michael Keaton's Batman logo on the '89 Batman suit, and now he's done the same with the Flash logo, which we were having a look at earlier on. It's yeah. very different to what we've seen in the Justice League because obviously yes. the Justice League was all like metal plating. This looks a lot more. Fabricy is that a word? It looks more Tony Starky. It does. I think it does. I I, I mean, I said to you before, it looks. <laughs> <Go laughs> you're gonna laugh at it, <laughs> but it looks like the Spider-Man suit and the Shazam suit had a baby. It does a little bit. That's not how you said it before. I can't. No, I said, said it was a baby suit. Suit baby. Suit baby. Suit that baby. was it. It's the suit baby. <laughs> it's the suit baby of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. I like it. It's different to what obviously what we've had so far, but I suppose it's more. It's, it's cool and more intricate, which if they're focusing a little bit more on detail and stuff, yeah, I'm quite liking well, that because hopefully suits. that means that the story will be good. We can only hope. That's a very tedious link. That one. It's got a no, good no, suits no, good no. Story. I mean, like they're they're taking more time into into getting things right. Yeah, potentially. That's yeah. what I mean. Sorry, I, I feel like that there's a harder focus on getting it right. Yeah. In general, they need to at this point, don't they? Yeah, yeah, that's they what I mean. So back. hopefully, I'm I'm hoping that if they're going into that much detail with the suit, yeah, then they're going to be going into more detail with getting every other part of the film right as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be good. It's going to be uh, interesting to see the see it like in live action in the trailer. It looks yeah. to me like it's like all circuitry and it's yeah. all sort of like going into the into the suit. But we'll see. There's another rumor as well from the Illuminati when it comes to the Flash uh, that Grant Gustin, who plays the Flash in the series, is going to be making a cameo in the movie as well. Oh, because Ezra Miller made a, had a cameo in the Flash. Oh, did he? As the Flash? Did you not know this? No, no. He's in it for, I think there's like a. I, I don't watch the Flash, but I've seen the clip. I think there's an, one of the episodes at the end of the series were kind of like a multiverse. Yeah. Episode of of like the whole like Arrow and the Flash and when they all came together. I did hear about that. And he just and he was like traveling through like different dimensions and all of a sudden he just bumps into Ezra Miller and they're just both, both like looking at each other like what the hell is going on here <laughs> sort of thing. Love it. Uh, so yeah, it would be quite interesting if he ends up there. Again, I would imagine it would probably just be a 
like a, a very very yeah. brief cameo but yeah it'd be good to see uh blue beetle news so we talked a couple of weeks ago how uh, warner brothers are developing a blue beetle movie and it's still on don't wrong it's not cancelled or anything like that uh, but the los angeles times are reporting that the movie is gonna skip cinemas and go straight to hbo max I think, uh, yeah, yeah and that's these, never a good face, sign. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently what they're trying to do is they're trying to trying to still make movies about, like, middle-level superheroes. That, that's, that's the words that the Los Angeles Times use. Yeah. And But rather than sort of putting them in the cinema, they're going to put them straight to HBO Max. So there's a rumour that the Batgirl movie will yeah. be doing the same. So it's like, but cinemas. it's like back in the 90s when it was, like, straight to VHS. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's like, it's like it's we've not got thing. as much faith in it, so yeah. we're not going to put all the money in the marketing behind yeah, it yeah. but I, I don't know I th- I, a lot of people seem to be not happy about that because I think a lot of people are looking at the fact that it's going to be quite a diverse movie yeah and it's probably the first big diverse <coughs> movie that DC have done yeah and they're whacking it straight on HBO Max I think people are a bit upset well it's understandable I don't it? get why I don't get why I mean if you're going to it's going to cost a, you're going to have to put loads of marketing into it anyway if it's on HBO Max why not just release it simultaneously well yeah and just give it a couple of weeks at the cinema and see what happens and if it if it if it dies a death, then just pull it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But you might I mean, well to be fair, by the sounds of it, they're only putting stuff out for forty five days in the cinema now, rather than the normal run. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's what six weeks. Yeah. Just do it simultaneously. Yeah. Make it simultaneous. I know they've said that they don't want to do. You know, they're going off the simultaneous, and they're going to have the cinema and then the forty five yeah, days. Yeah. But why make it? Just make it make it simultaneous. Don't just put it on HBO Max. Put mm. it put them on both. Uh, but anyway, I've got a feeling that'll change. I've got a feeling that'll change a bit. Uh, Star Wars news. We haven't had Star Wars news for a little while, have we? No. So uh, the Direct are reporting that Forrest Whitaker and Ben Mendelsohn, both brilliant, are going to be reprising their roles from Rogue One as Saw and Orson Krennic in Andor, which is filming. Oh, okay. That would be good. They both were brilliant. Ben Ben Mendelsohn is amazing. Yeah. Everything, literally everything he's in, he's just like such a character, like Talos, and he's in... um, Ready Player One as well. Yeah, and he's great yeah. in Rogue One as well. So that'll be a, it'll be good to see them back. Uh, the Toxic Avenger, which Anthony hadn't heard of until I mentioned it to him earlier on. Yeah, so yeah, the Toxic no, Avenger, okay, it was a tro. I think the company's called Troma, and he did like really like proper B movies. Okay. C movies. <laughs> C movies. <laughs> and it was basically about some some kid who ends up falling in a vat of toxic waste and comes out as like a, a like looking like a monster but becomes a superhero off the back of it. Oh, okay. So the re the remake in that. So it was announced last year. Peter Dinklage is gonna be the is gonna be the Toxic Avenger. Love so it. Swampy, I think he's called in the cartoon. And it's just been um announced that Kevin Bacon's joined the cast as the main villain. Amazing. Which is brilliant. But the only thing Peter Dinklage. Yeah. But he was also in Endgame, wasn't he? He was. <coughs> so? Is it? Are we not? What, just because it's Avenger? Yeah. It's not the MCU. Oh. <laughs> Did you think it was the MCU? Yeah. No, no, it's not the MCU. Was it being called an <laughs> no, Avenger? Sorry, no, I just no. thought it was like a thing. No, no, it's not. Oh, okay. No, it's like a proper 1980s oh, being. I feel like a tit now. <laughs> Should we edit this bit out? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I know you won't. No, we won't. Uh, moving on. Last bit it's of Mighty news Ducks then. all over it's again. Oh, <laughs> 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 listeners, Anthony looked devastated when he said that. <laughs> He's still red. <laughs> oh friggin' hell anyway uh, Assassin's Creed so we already know that Assassin's Creed series has come to Netflix which is good because the movie was a bit crap yeah it wasn't terrible but it was just average yeah very average 
So we know the series is coming and uh, Variety is reporting that they found its writer in a guy called Jeb Stewart. So he's recently wrote uh, a spin-off of the Viking series for the History Channel, but he's previously wrote Die Hard and The Fugitive. Oh, so okay. decent, you know, big yeah. big films, big popular films. So quite interesting to see what like a big name can do with, with something like that. Because I don't think... Not that not so that taken away from any of the writers of the Netflix shows, but the, it's quite they're all quite like like young, for yeah. want of a better word. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And like very recent and, and you know, a lot of them getting like the first the first goes. So it's gonna be quite interesting it's, to see. Again, what, like, it's an nice to have that bit of diversity in yeah. it. Yeah. I mean I'm looking for I like the Assassin's Creed games. I've I don't think I've played the last couple because there's like I one every six really weeks. enjoyed Odyssey. I didn't play Odyssey. That I liked Odyssey it was different because you could you could go start going from island to island and stuff like that. So you get you get the use of ships and things, which is pretty cool. Oh, okay. So it was just like a to stop it being kind of same same because yeah. it had been for quite some time by that point. Yeah. Um, and this was kind of a big big change up in it, and it was a bit more of an open worldy type. I might give it a go, but I'm intru- I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the series. I yeah. wonder whether they'll just start sort of like start from the beginning again with like who was the first one? Wasn't Ezio? Ezio Dottori was the second. I can't remember. Wonder, yeah. I think, I think they in the movie these went right back to the first first game, didn't they? So, I think so. Yeah. But there's been so many and like so many different time periods. Yeah. Maybe they'll have them jump in between different ones. That'd be quite interesting. Uh, so that's it for the news this week. Should we get on to Loki? I am so looking forward to talking about Loki. I've got and so me. much written down. <laughs> and me. It's got to be that good. So Loki episode two, uh, the variant. As we said, there are spoilers. We've already had spoilers, but there are spoilers from now. So if you've not watched the episode yet, pause yeah, pause the podcast, go and watch it. Come back. Come back. So we start in Wisconsin, nineteen eighty five, and it's got a is it a Renaissance Fair sort of thing? I yeah. thought we'd gone back. I, to like I thought we'd times. gone to medieval times. And then I saw the year like, and I went, huh? What? What's going on? <laughs> what's what's happening here? And it was like medieval times, the actual because in in the States it's like a I don't know if it's still there. It used to be there. It was there years ago. It's like you go it's like a place called Medieval Times and it's like a restaurant and you go and watch like people all dressed well, up the, and jousting and they, stuff. They do it in general anyway, because it was in um role models as well. It was. And the case. So I guy. think I think I think it's like actually a thing that they go and have like a Renaissance fair type thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you mean in role models, yeah. Yeah, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. When they did all the big fighting. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's like that kids. sort of... We've, di- we've digressed. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. We've digressed already, but... Sorry. Yeah, so it's, it's there. So a group of Minutemen uh, show up looking for the variant, and the tracking the tracking it is his... It's... Let's call, let's call it... I it's. love that she's like, uh, you're in the wrong outfits. <laughs> <laughs> we need this, she yeah. says. We need this to sort of so so get so by funny. and keep our sanity. So they're, they're tracking the variants anyway. So they end up going into this tent uh, and it looks like it's a bit, it kind of is a trap, isn't it? And that's when it, it becomes like proper like medieval times. It's like a, it's like a theater tent and it's all set up for, for a performance and like the loudspeaker comes on and then that's when yeah. holding out for a hero comes on. And I would, if I hadn't already heard it in two trailers, as I said, I'd have been like, oh, this is amazing. But it was a bit like, not again. Also, I couldn't stop thinking about Star Wars because of the, it's a trap. It was just because it was the yeah. first thing she said. And I was like... Yeah. So, so this hand, I had to rewind it a couple of times because when I watched it, I thought it was the leader of the Minutemen who like touched the side of her face and put something on herself. No. And it was, I realized it was yeah. a, the hand, hand coming out and, and sort of like touching her on the head. So I think that leader of the Minutemen is, because we see her later on in the episode, C12, I think her name is. So we're going to call her C12 for the rest of 
because they've all got an, an, a letter and a number, haven't they? Yeah, I so thought it was like C20. I don't know. C20. I could be yeah. wrong. Let's call it C20. Okay. We're going to call it C20 in that case. C20. <laughs> C20 is going to call it. <laughs> so uh, the variant touches her on the head and it like possesses her and it looks really similar to like how Wanda was doing it with um, Hulk and yeah. everybody in Age of Ultron. Uh, and then that's obviously when it when I Need a Hero starts playing. So the possessed C20 <laughs> basically takes out all of the Minutemen. Yeah. And then I think she passes out. And then that's when the variant sort of steps in and like takes out takes out the last one. But like proper kills. Well, we find it. out later it's not just them passing out. It's it's a power in it. Yeah. Oh, to, to sort of like she, turn it off. She, no, was I see it as she's actually entered them? No, I don't. I well, yeah. No, I don't think she has. No, because she's still in later on in the show. Later on in the episode, like at the end. This is what we do. We skip around. But later on in the episode, at, at the end. She is still doing. It's like Loki says, "Come and fight me." Yeah, come and fight me yourself. Yeah, and the trucker guy's beating her up, yeah. beating him up, and the trucker guy says, "I've got shit to do." Yeah, and it's like so. She's not entered them. She's like, it's like she's still doing stuff herself, and she but she's managed to possess them and still got control over them at the same time. So she's oh. not gone into them. Oh, I thought she because was in like... the yeah no because in the tent she was fighting the variant well, Lady Loki because you've watched the episode yeah yeah Lady Loki was fighting <coughs> and the Minuteman and C twenty was fighting so they were both fighting at the same time. Oh uh, okay. So it's like it's some sort of like it's some sort of possession, but she's got she's still got control of her own body. Like an like astral projection, but inside the consciousness of the others. That sounds like that. very complicated, but yes. Let's go with that. Okay. That's why you're on the podcast, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> so she kills the last Minuteman anyway. She takes the reset charge and C20, or whatever her name is, and then she takes the door control, the time door control, and jumps through her yeah. time door. Is there a better name for them, time doors? That's what I keep calling them, time doors. I don't know. Well, that's what we're calling them, time doors. And then that's when we get the... Qu- we get Quantum leap doors. Quantum leap doors. <laughs> and then that's when we get the title card, and we move to... We go to Loki, sat at Mobius' desk, reading a jet ski magazine. <laughs> just so random. <laughs> I mean, where did that come from? So we've got a jet ski magazine, and he is—he should be listening to Miss Minutes, but he's, he's not. He's reading jet ski magazine, basically. <laughs> Miss Minutes being out of the screen was brilliant. Yeah, I yeah. love that, to like be fair. hologram, but we don't kind of know what, yeah. what she is. He even says, doesn't he, like, what are you? Are you a, are you a message, or are you aware of yourself? Or Yeah. And she says kind of both, like a yeah. bit of both. And then he obviously starts trying to attack her. But it kind of uses that to give us... There's a couple of moments in this where it's like the let, where training Loki sort of idea is there to give us info, yeah. like the training, like yeah, the, yeah. the intro video was. So we find out through her like testing Loki that if a Nexus event, so if basically one of the branches off the sacred timeline goes past the red line on their little things then the TV, the TVA can't reset it. And Miss Minute says it'd destroy the sacred timeline and basically send the whole world into chaos. Would it, though? Into madness. Into madness. Is that what she says? I don't know. Oh. She but I was just saying that because I was getting excited yeah, because of Doctor Strange. Madness. Sorry. I, I, already, <coughs> already, though, she's, she's, I'm not sure I believe her because she's saying, like, it'll completely wreck the universe and stuff like that. But we know, even from the training video, that it had happened already and they fixed multi, it. There was a multiverse. Yeah. And there was a multiverse probably for billions of years and they basically brought it back down to the sacred timeline. So why would it sort of destroy Maybe everything? the timekeepers are just old now and can't can't keep up. Maybe it's lies. 
Maybe it is. Maybe it's all a lie. So anyway, Mobius comes along and he takes him away um, and gives him his variant jacket, which he doesn't seem particularly happy about that he's got a big, <laughs> big orange variant written on the back. Uh, and B-15, so she basically sets out what, what, the, what the mission is that he's going on this time. So they're going to go to Wisconsin because the team of Minutemen have been attacked. Uh, they know it's the variant because of the energy signature. But this is where she says, we don't know what kind of Loki it is. So we know it's a variant, but we don't know what kind it is. Yeah. And straight away, it makes you start <coughs> thinking, what, what, what why, are the different, why are the different types? And then Mobius sort of explains that the TVA has pruned, because they use the word pruned a lot this in this episode, don't they? Which is basically the Barocca stick. Is that what they called it? They call it Cooper, Cooper. I prefer Barocca stick. I prefer, yeah. But I don't know whether the stick's called the pruner, but I get it because it's branches and the prune and the leaves off. Yeah, yeah. You get it, yeah. It took me ages to figure that out until it was like third, <laughs> third, third, third watch. Pruning humanity. Yeah, exactly. So, but he, Mobius says that the TVA has pruned loads of these guys almost more than any other variant. And then we see all the different types of, all the different kinds Which of Which made me laugh. Something by the way brilliant so there was a there was one that looked very very similar to loki yeah and then there was one of loki winning the tour de france <laughs> in, <laughs> in his yellow yeah. t-shirt there was one that looked like this massive monster it was like an orc it was like hulk yeah hulk orc type thing wasn't yeah, it? yeah yeah there was one that looked and his like, horns looked real yeah. rather than being yeah there was one who looked like it looked like a dude in sunglasses <laughs> That looked like Trevor. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Is Trevor? Trevor's Slattery?" <laughs> Just them going Loki, Loki, obviously. <laughs> and then there was one that looked like a Viking yeah. type thing, which and it, it looked a lot more heroic than he kind of looked like Thor, and he had the axe as well. Yeah, I didn't. I should have paused to see if it looked anything like Stormbreaker. But so the couple of questions I add off this are: firstly, who has had more variants than Loki? Because he doesn't say he's had more variants than anyone. It surprised me straight away that he there's been this many. Because yeah. for for what we know, that there shouldn't be that many. But who who could possibly have had more variants than Loki? It must be... It can't just be a throwaway comment. If he's had that many different variants yeah. that they've had to go... That, they've, that have knocked themselves out of the timeline that they've had to go and fix. Well, the only thing I can think is that with... There being the whole, you can't use magic in the TVA. Yeah. Is it Wanda? Could be. Because she learns how to move. Yeah. So if she does and she's getting chased by the, the TVA, are there different? Or could be America Chavez. Maybe. Or Strange. I've, I have I feel like that's I don't think it be. would be Strange. I don't, do you think Strange knows as a TVA? Yeah. Do you? I do. I'm not convinced. Aren't you? No, I don't think any of them know. Although... Because the ancient one did talk about the branch timelines, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. She knows. And she kind of passed it all on to him, didn't she? We've got to find out for certain soon, haven't we? So that'll be interesting to see who potentially has had more. The other thing is, and I think think somebody, I think Paul Sears on Twitter, who will get to Podfans Assemble later, and I was thinking the same thing. If there's no multiverse up until this point, why are there all such different versions of Loki? If we if there isn't a multiverse, because then, uh do you know what I mean? Yeah, because if there was only one sacred timeline, how could they have? Fi- I mean, if, if then Loki has only existed ever 
that if there's only one timeline now, Loki's only yeah. existed from that so baby thought, Frost Giant up until his death at the end of Endgame. I thought what they meant by that is there's one sacred timeline per universe. No, no, because that's what the multiverse would be. The multiverse would be that there are different places, and we're getting told right. here that, so, that we're getting told here that there isn't. We're getting told that okay. there's one sacred timeline now, and that's it. So I thought it meant that there's one. So, so say like this. Say there's five universes. Let's just yeah, narrow yeah. it down a there's little bit. There's one sacred timeline. I thought for there each was universe. just one straight line for each one, and I thought this branching off meant that they could then cross over. No, no. the multiverse. No, no. So that so the, so the only I, thing I can think is the timekeepers don't exist or aren't real. Or, or yeah, I think we're getting to what I don't. I'm not or sure is something else entirely? I don't. I just don't see how it could be. If like there's a, one. I think it's going to be like a fear conspiracy type thing, and then they're going to find out that everything that they've all worked towards is is a lie. Bollocks. Yeah, because they push quite a lot on that in the episode, don't yeah. they? Like what you believe in and stuff. Uh, so yeah, so again, I think the fact that we're getting so much so early on yeah. does like lead you to think there's going to be some big, massive twists later on in the episode. So another thing that happens there as well, which I think there's more to, is Loki explains to Mobius the difference between illusion projection and duplication casting. Yeah. And he's a bit a bit arsy about it. And he's like, oh, you already knew that. He gets a bit offended. Like, he does, doesn't he? doesn't he? Yeah. So he's basically saying that illusion projection is basically just you kind of like creating a hologram out of nothing. And duplication casting is you making a... Like, like we've seen Loki do, making yeah. like a copy of yourself that then <laughs> continues your journey. And you yeah. sort of like jump off like he does in at the end of Ragnarok yeah yeah when he goes to sort of set the alarms and stuff like that and I again don't think that's just a throwaway comment I feel like they've told us about that and made a big point of the fact that that's what Loki can do because that's going to be something that's used because it's going to come up and I think it happens in this episode do you yeah I think it happens in the episode do you reckon he might try and make himself look like the three timekeepers no, no, I think I think it's I think it's another Loki. I think, and again, we're skipping around. I think that when we see Loki jump through the door at the yeah. very end of the episode, I don't think Loki jumps through the door. I think Loki's getting is off somewhere potentially, and then oh, okay. that's one of his duplicates jumping through the door, so that they think he's got away. But he okay, hasn't. I'm with and you. He's sort of like there, hiding, sort of thing. Yeah, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, so. They then go and do... Oh, they, they do prep for the mission again. Loki asks for a weapon, and Mobius basically says no. Uh, but he mentions that if he's if he does things right, and he's like, he's good, basically, <laughs> then he might potentially get an audience with the timekeepers. And it's sort of, he's sort of like doing it to try and keep him... Intrigued. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. it, yeah. So they go to 1985. Uh, Loki asks why they don't just travel back to before the attack happened, which is a really good point. <laughs> um, and it, Mobius, again, it's it's sort of like covering plot holes, isn't he? Says that once that happens, once the timeline branches off, it becomes destabilized, so you have to sort of visit in, in real time. Yeah. And we also get a reminder again at that point, again, more like a little bit of info, that, oh, as to what the reset charges do, so they basically prune again, prune yeah. anything within the certain vicinity that shouldn't shouldn't be there, basically to, to yeah, reset yeah. the timeline. And then they end up going into this tent, and Loki tries to like stall them and trick them. So he says like it's a trap and the variants waiting outside. Yeah. And I didn't know where this was going at first, but he says he wants an assurance that if he helps find the variant, they're not just going to reset him or kill him because he's done his job. And he also says that she's going after. 
not she obviously because he doesn't know but the variant at that stage is going after the timekeeper so he needs a meeting with the timekeepers now yeah and instantly mobius is like <laughs> you're talking out your ass he's lying yeah. then he just turns around and he goes lying he's trying it on and all that sort of stuff so uh they basically just end up resetting the timeline and and going back to the tva and then this is probably one of the bits of the episode now that sort of had like some of the, the biggest questions for me because it's when mobius goes to Ravonna's office yeah and starts i mean straight away he's like oh this office is looking brilliant and every it's always different every better time, every I, get time there. I come in yeah. better every time i get there <clears throat> and he's questioning like where all the new stuff's come from like where's the snow globe where's that snow globe come from and i think he says like, there's a case i didn't bring you that case yeah or, or something like that and she basically says that you're not my only analyst so other people bring me things yeah do you think other people do bring her things or do you think there's a lot more going on with Ravonna that we think I think there might be a lot more with Ravana than we think. Do you? What do you reckon? What do you reckon she's about? Um, I think that she is the cover for the timekeepers. I think if they don't exist, she's the top person before them. Yeah. So I think... So she's blagging the fact that there are timekeepers because she's trying to run the show. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that potentially happening. Yeah, I think that's that's where my brain goes it automatically. Was when, it, was when, it was when he it's like because even Mobius says I've never met. He's asked like how are the time how are the timekeepers doing and all that sort of things. Yeah, and he says like I've never even met them. Well, it's just very over the top for the because I the first thing I saw was the three statues of them in her office. Yeah, yeah, and I just thought three lizards, three space lizards. Very very Billy Big Bollocks in it for Billy Big Bollocks. <laughs> it is it no, is. but it is like it, it's it's kind of almost threatening in a way. Yeah. With them standing, them being so big and standing over you as you stood in this office. Yeah. Like, I I think it's like a reinforcement. And I think it's because it's something to do with her. I don't think she's all she seems. No. I, th- I think the whole scene was just like, you had to, I mean, I went back and watched it twice because it's like, there's so much going on. Well, I realised she also grabbed something off the shelf later on, didn't she? <clears throat> yeah, one of them. I think she grabbed. Was a, it a pruner? I think it was a broccoli stick. A broccoli stick. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Oh, okay, but it's like little things like what like they made a real point about the rings on the table and the coaster. It's like they follow it when when he says she says like you're making all the rings on the table and he was like oh well, they were there when I got they were there when I got here and she gives him a coaster and the the camera literally follows the drink and the coaster going down to the table. Yeah, and it's I can't think of what that would be about, but me being cynical is like why the hell are we focusing on the coaster going down on the table like little things like that and then mm. the pen he signs he signs something so because doesn't she oh he basically says that you've she says you've got one more one more chance with loki and then we're going to reset him and he gets yeah him, she gets him to sign a mission report and the pen says franklin d roosevelt high school on it and he says like where did you get this pen and again she says like oh the other the other the, one of my other analysts gave it to me but like, why would she have a pen from Franklin D. Roosevelt High School? No idea. And it's weird. It's a. I Is mean, it of a, any importance that school? Have I have I missed something? Have I not in the mar- Not from what I I did a bit of research. Now I mean, Franklin D. Roosevelt <coughs> was obviously president of the United yeah, States. Yeah. And in Agents of Shield, I believe. Yeah. Coulson mentions that FDR established Shield, where he was one of the founding people of Shield, or set or got it got it to be made basically. Yeah. But I don't know whether that's. We don't even know whether that's canon because obviously Agents of Shield isn't canon. So is that is that canon? But I just feel like there was a lot going on in yeah. that whole convers that very short conversation. There were loads of clues there, and I reckon we've probably not even noticed 
half of them. I always, I was also wondering, like, what is the relationship between Ravonna and Mobius? Because there's something going on. Yeah, they're not just. She's not just the boss. There's. It's like the way that they talk to each it's other. Very flirtatious in it. It like as if they've been together. And yeah. Now they're not. And now they're not. Yeah. Or maybe they are. Maybe that'd be a twist, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mobius going home. Mobius going home one night and she's just there, <laughs> like just chilling, sitting watching the telly sort of thing. It'd be weird. And he's still moaning about a snow globe. Yeah, where'd, where'd you get that snow globe? <laughs> Who gave you that snow globe? Yeah. Uh, so they go out of the office <coughs> and Loki's trying to basically explain himself and cover, cover his arse, basically. Uh, but Mobius basically knows that the plan all along was for him to get in front of the timekeepers and, and overthrow them, which is what Loki was planning. Yeah. But then he kind of planted that seed in his head by saying at the start of the mission, if you're, if you're good. Yeah, you can. You know, you might get an audience with the timekeepers. And is that because he was trying to put that in his head as a potential option, or did he already know that he was thinking of it? I don't know. But either way, he's like know. properly manipulating him. Yeah, and he calls him that. I think at that stage he calls him like a uh, a scared little boy, which we come back to. Yeah, later on in the episode. Uh, so then he he puts Loki to work. Basically, he says, "I want you to go and research all of the variant case files to look for to look for clues as to where the variant's going to be." Um, Loki tries to access any other files that he can do <laughs> and that librarian is having none of it at all so, so that was funny. so weird the whole the whole scene like hello hello excuse me and she's not doing anything he just like <laughs> rings the tiny little broken bell that was weird uh, so she basically only will give him access to his case files yeah Loki case files uh, and then that's when he ends up looking at the Ragnarok yeah case file which is the destruction of asgard yeah now obviously we're only on the sacred timeline so this is the file pertaining to what we saw in thor ragnarok yeah, yeah. so the biggest surprise for me was the fact that 9,799 guardians died yeah it didn't really sell that didn't really did you get that impression i got the impression at the end of ragnarok all the asgardians got on that ship oh no i i didn't didn't you no oh i did no i i knew that it was like a few. Uh, only a few. Oh, no. I, I see. I read it. I saw it as all the Asgardians have escaped. No, no. I saw it as like maybe clearly, 10% of them. I'm clearly very naive. I was like, oh, happy <laughs> ending. They've all got off. They've all got on it sort of thing. Oh, yeah. See, that no. makes it really dark that like Thor was like, just blow up the planet. Can't kill her. Blow up the planet. Let Surtur blow up the planet. Well, I think the, I think the idea was 10, that they'd all... Asgardians well, no. There. I thought the idea was that they'd already died. Look, I mean, how many people were in in the thing when Hela just, like, let rip and killed all the army? Yeah, yeah, I suppose, like, yeah. That was easily a thousand. Yeah, potentially, yeah, yeah. Potentially. So... I don't know, I just assumed that, like, I, I read it as in Ragnarok, clearly wrongly, but I read it in, in Ragnarok that all the Asgardians, like, all the Asgardian army had been killed. Yeah. And it was now just... No, I, I feel like people. it was just the ones that had got away with Heimdall. Oh, okay. That's dark. I know. That's a dark ending to Ragnarok, isn't it? It makes me view that very differently. Yeah. And that sounds really deep, but it does. Because I thought it was like but then, happy ending. Loki's response to it. Oh, yeah. Well, it, but when he's reading it, he looked quite sad. And he looked like he might be welling up a little bit because he's reading about the destruction of Asgard. But when he tells more Mobius, he's like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. And he's like, yeah, very sad. Anyway. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. not Moving asked. On. Moving on. Not, yeah. asked, not asked at all. Uh, but he also notices when he's looking through the... He uh, also didn't seem shocked he had a sister. Can we just put that out there? Because the idea is that he didn't know he had a sister. Yeah, but he's already watched the whole thing. Did he, though? I assume so. 
Oh, okay. And we just saw like the bits, like the highlights. I, did, I didn't None think of he it watched it. I didn't he think knew, he watched he it all because why would Mobius apologise to him now about that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if he'd already watched yeah. it. Yeah, that was the only thing. So, But he knew Hulk was there and everything, didn't he? Yeah. Push Hulk off the rainbow push, bridge. Push Hulk off the rainbow <laughs> bridge. No, push him off the rainbow <laughs> bridge. It won't matter. That, that, whole, that whole scene with him explaining. Right. With the salad and I'm really sorry. It was amazing. I could not stop laughing at him sitting there just shaking the salt. Shaking and the salt. <laughs> <laughs> just constantly pouring in. Hulk. What was the other thing? Hulk. Oh, oh set fire to the palace. Hulk. Palace. Hulk. Palace. Pouring it all in. The whole thing with the salad was absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like Mervis' reaction, like, I really want that salad. Also, that was our only point of, of seeing thing again. Casey. Casey. Yeah. Casey. <laughs> and he's like, oh what? And he's, he goes, nice to see you. And just takes a drink, like his milk or something, or his juice. I'd have loved it if he did just turn around to him and gone, dude, what's a fish? <laughs> I <laughs> I still don't want just stop and given the answer. What's a fish? I can't figure it out. <laughs> so so anyway, so he, he basically explains that that with that he reckons that the variant is hiding in apocalypses because it doesn't matter what you do in the apocalypse the timeline for that sort of location is all going to end and everyone on that timeline there is going to end anyway when the when the apocalypse happens so nothing you will do will change that yeah so basically if the variant was to go and hide in one of these apocalypse situations and keep going back to just before the apocalypse happened doesn't matter what he what he or she did yeah the tva would basically never know uh and he basically wants to go in test it and I think he asks to go to Ragnarok doesn't he he asks yeah. to go to Asgard at first and, like, nah. and Moby says I haven't any of it and just he says, so you can gonna... run away he says so you can so you can get me there and you can stab me in the back and he's like I'd never stab anybody in the back it's <laughs> you've boring l- you've literally done it 50 <laughs> times <laughs> I'll never like... do it again <laughs> it's old hat now <laughs> it's boring <laughs> do you know what though just it like is this, so good I mean Tom Hiddleston's been brilliant all the way through this like I say, all the way through, we're only like two episodes in. Yeah, but he's been brilliant for what we've seen. But I just felt like this, like little scene, just like his reactions, like even the Casey when he goes, "Nice to see you," and it's just like it was just so like real. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's not like Shakespearean Tom Hiddleston putting on like no. a big posh Loki. It was just like it's just like Tom Hiddleston yeah. sat there on a conversation. He's really good all the way through. And I mean, to be fair, following straight from this. I love the Pompeii scene. Pompeii is amazing. It made me laugh so I, I much. Know, yeah. It was like he was drunk. Yeah. All the way all the way through, wasn't it? Or he's just completely reveling in like death. Yeah. Fact, which shows that he is still. I mean, I thought we thought off the back of episode one he'd like completely turned now and that was his transition. Yeah. But he's still trying to like see all the opportunities and sort of get one over just and everything. That's the way he left the goats go free and he's like, <laughs> go. Go. <laughs> it's brilliant so so they go to Pompeii 79 AD basically just before the volcano goes off uh, and to test the theory basically so Mobius wants to start small and he's like do you know any bird noises like cuckoo cuckoo or like a rush of wind it's like what the hell is that going to do and he's like and Loki's basically just like no no we'll just do this so he, he just goes crazy so I love Owen, Wis- Owen Wilson whisper shouting as well Loki, Loki, I, like, I, I know. I like the whole conversation where he's like, "Don't stop being so happy about the end, about this place or dying." He's like, "But it's all that's going to happen. It's something we can do." He's like, "Yeah, but it's just not the way you should do it." <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't talk like that. So anyway, so Loki goes crazy. He starts speaking in Spanish, Italian, Italian, isn't Italian. It? Yeah. Why do they think Spanish? It's been a long, it's been a long day, listeners. It's been one of them. We've watched Loki three times. Oh, I had such Italian. confusion on my face then. <laughs> it was almost as much as the Avengers and the Toxic Avenger. Not quite, but it was almost that. 
So he starts speaking in Italian, not Spanish. I mean, he might have, but no one would have understood him. So he starts speaking in uh, Italian just dead easily. He tells them that they're all going to die. And you might, you know, dance, dance, before, dance while you can, eat what you want, all that sort of thing. And then his and little dance. Just, and his little dance. And he just looks like he's just completely reveling in the fact that all these people are going to die and there's nothing they can do about it. And he's probably going to be okay. And he's yeah. just buzzing off that. And he starts like saying like, I know because I'm from the future. And he starts to hit the movies, doesn't he? It's like, we're from the future. The TV is in the future. Sounds, it's, it's sounds futury. Futury. <laughs> and at that, and again, going from, from that and the conversation that he'd had about like, with like the whole thing with like the salad and Casey and nice yeah, to see yeah. and all that sort of stuff. It did make me think they're kind of taking him down the Thor route. It's like, he's always been, he's always been like the trickster, but he's yeah. always been a very serious character all the way through. He's had yeah. a couple of comedy moments, but he's, he's generally been like, fairly serious yeah. and they're now to doing what they did with Thor but they're doing it really well again it's like they're making him yeah. a bit of a goof and like the comic element of well, the before, show but he's still like hard as nails well before he wanted to be seriously because he wanted everyone to kneel before him and all yeah. that kind of stuff whereas now I still think he does I think well I think it's part of the realisation that nothing really matters no no like at all yeah everything is predetermined he's gone and seen the infinity stones being used as paperweights like Everything that he has believed in when you look in terms of power has basically been bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So he's gone, well, well what's left then? What's just, the point? There's, no, there's no point fun. in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where that has kind of turned for him. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, the, the plan works. No branch timelines created. The whole time that he's there, basically fucking shit up. Mobius is, Mobius is watching it and there's nothing going on with it and obviously so so the plans worked so they then decide that now they need to find out which apocalypse the variant is hiding in because it sounds like she is hiding in one he yeah. or she whatever um, so we see them going through some files uh, to try and find the apocalypse before they take a break and then we get quite a lot of Mobius character development at this stage yeah I think so Loki first off Loki starts questioning like why he's got a jet ski magazine on his desk from like the 1990s and basically he just thinks they're cool he yeah says, it's like out of all the things and all the time and all the different he just seems to really love like the that, early 90s doesn't he he does yeah, yeah yeah considering that it's all sort of like set in the 60s type vibe yeah yeah, yeah. it's a bit weird but it's, it's what he enjoys and he, he just I said he just thinks that they're good he's never been on one <laughs> and he's never gonna he's probably never gonna get to go on one I think that he might Get to go I think at ski. some point oh, in I think this, he probably will. I think the whole idea that he's even mentioned it is yeah. that that's going to happen at yeah. some point. Loki's going to buy him a jet ski. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he leave, when he somehow leaves the TVA. Yeah. But if he stays on the same path, he's never going to get to. He's never going to get to go on one. No. And it it's because he's he's so committed to this job of being an analyst for the TVA, but to the point where like he kind of feels sorry for him because yeah. it's like this is his <laughs> this is his life. And he's got complete blind faith in these timekeepers who we've already said were this early on in the season. It's like, do they even exist? Yeah. But he's just not even questioning it at all. I mean, Loki even says the three <laughs> the three magic lizards who are apparently just deciding all our all our fates. And that's when Loki says it's like there's no such what you're te- you know, from what you're telling me, Mobius, there's no such thing as free will. These these guys decide everybody on the sacred timeline, like basically every action and what's going to happen. Yeah. So technically, Mobius and the TVA and now Loki are the only ones who are really free to sort of not yeah. be fully controlled, which in a sense is correct. But then you look at 
Mobius and he's not free at all. He's no. still fully being con- controlled to a degree. Maybe not like every action he takes, but yeah. he's not got any life. Nobody at the TVA has. Their whole sort of existence in their life is yeah, just yeah. to basically do what the space lizards want them to do and make sure everybody else does it as well, really. They're just yeah. like monitors, aren't they, really? Um, but uh, also, I thought it was quite interesting, is that Mobius says that the timekeepers decide... Or he, he doesn't say in this many words, but he basically puts it across that the timekeepers decide which of the multiple timelines are going to be the sacred timeline. So, like, of all the different potential futures. So it's like they know what all these timelines... what this multiverse is going to be. Yeah. Now, either because they know where it's potentially going to go or because they've seen the multiverse before, but they basically then break that down and pick which bits they want for the for the sacred timeline. Um, and What if the timekeepers turn out to be Doctor Strange? Do you reckon? Well, I, th- I, I think... I don't well, there's the whole thing with them looking after the time stone and with Tilda Swinton yeah, time, and all of that yeah, kind of stuff. the time stone, we know, is a paperweight. No, I know, but is that a facade? I just don't think time. I just don't think Doctor Strange is sitting there deciding all the different. But then, it, but then I go back to questioning: How did he see the fourteen million versions of the outcomes? I agree with that. If, but I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's running the show. I'm not even convinced I he knows d- about the TV. I don't think I don't think he's running the show, and I, and that's that's where I get confused because I don't think he knows about the TVA. But what if it's people of that caliber? If that makes sense. I think it's a lot more powerful. Do you reckon? I think so. Oh, potentially. I mean, you don't, you don't I'm, know. I'm, st- I'm still convinced it's a lie and it's going to be something not necessarily good. I'd, I've got a feeling that there's not going to be anything. Like, the timekeepers aren't going to be there and it's going to be basically some somebody potentially like Ravonna just deciding what, yeah. what, what what's happening, basically. Or some maybe not her, but somebody else. Yeah. And they've just sort of, rather than... Because the whole thing from this conversation is construed that these timekeepers... Basically, are basically God. They've created everything. So yeah, even yeah, like yeah. the gods, like Odin and the Frost Giants and Thor and all that sort of stuff. We, you know, people see them as being gods, but really the timekeepers are God because they're deciding what everybody does and they're creating the whole thing from the start of existence to the end of existence. Yeah. And I reckon that we're probably going to find out that that's not the case. And all it is is somebody from a timeline has decided. They want to decide their own. Fu- they want to decide their future and everybody else's, and they've got this technology together to be yeah. able to control the timeline and maybe mesh it into one. What if she, what, what's her name, Ravana? Ravana, yeah, is like an outcasted eternal. Oh, I like that. Yeah. What if she's like an outcast, and that's because they're part big of the reason with the Eternals coming. They're coming back because she's. They feel because like they, they found need out to. she's doing oh, something like to that. the timelines. I like that. Like that. Well done, aren't they? It's not going to be right. No, it's not going to be right. right. But I like it. I like the. I like. I'm just trying to think outside the box. No, I like it. You know what I mean? You need to with stuff like this. But I think after one division, not too far outside the box. Yeah. At the same. At the same time. (laughs) Rain it back in. Rain it a little bit. So. (laughs) So anyway, so Loki goes on to say that no one is ever, no one bad is ever truly bad, no one good is ever truly good, and then that's when Mobius at some point there gets reminded about calling. Loki a scared little boy and it's when he remembers the little boy from from the church and like 15 something 1540 something Uh, so he goes to the like the evidence lockers and he gets that kablooey gum that the that the little little kid gave him and then they find out that that was only available on earth 
from 2047 to 2051. Something like I think that, he yeah. says. So they basically can hone in on where, or basically what apocalypses have happened during that four year. Yeah. Four? It is, it's quick maths, but it's four years, I think. Yeah, Four yeah. year period. Well done, Nick. A-level maths. <laughs> A-level maths working. Uh, so, and then Loki finds which apocalypse it is. So it's Haven Hills in Alabama in 2050. And basically a hurricane. Pre-hurricane, yeah. Yeah, has, <coughs> has basically wiped everybody out. So Mobius then goes to Ivana again, and that's when we see, I think that's the second time we only see her in the episode. Yeah. And he's basically asking for permission to to go in, to go to Haven Hills and try and find the variant. Uh, she does agree, but very reluctantly. And she says, there's not much I can do if it doesn't work out. And I wonder, like, what, what does that mean? Is she threatening him with, like, being reset? Or... Is she threatening is him with the stick? Don't know. Did the stick? Or is this hair like from what we said? I didn't even think about it when we when I was watching it, but if the timekeepers aren't real, is it sort of like hair saying, Well, I might not be able to protect you from these big monsters that are standing in my office. Yeah. If if it doesn't go right and it's just like empty threats. Maybe. To try and sort of control him. Uh and then we so we go to a bit of we go to oh, there's a little bit of them prepping for the for the mission, should we call it? And uh, Mobius gives him the knives. Yeah. <laughs> gives him the knives and instantly B-15 just takes him away. He's like, I don't think so. <laughs> no way. No way you having these. That made me laugh so much. So then they go to uh, they go to Haven Hills. Loki dries himself with magic straight away. And the B-15 is like, what the hell did you just do? How did you do that? And I think it's just so simple, but it's just established straight away. He's got magic back. So because yeah. he's not in the TVA, he's got all his powers and yeah. abilities back, which we did later on. Uh, B-15 won't let Mobius and Loki go together because she doesn't trust. I don't no. think she trusts either of them, to be perfectly honest. I think I think she like she knows that Mobius, to a degree, his head is a bit in the clouds. Yeah. And I think that he can be persuaded by Loki. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure he can, though. I think... No, because Mobius keeps giving him the benefit of the doubt, and I think that that's kind of like a slippery slope. Yeah, potentially. I don't know. I still don't know that we can trust Loki. I don't don't know. I'll I'll be dead honest, I don't know. But anyway, Loki agrees and he says he wants to gain everyone's trust. So he's going to go, he'll go with B-15 instead. So um, they, uh, so as they sort of go off and they go in the separate ways, then we see the security monitors in the shop and we see that the variant is there and she is watching everything they're doing. She's got them on all the security monitors and then she sets that little time door control to 20 minutes think so, so we like know that. Something, something, something's coming. So we see Loki and B-15, they're sort of like doing the rounds. He's trying to like talk to her and sort of break the ice, but she's having none of it whatsoever. And then they come across this dude in the... Randy. In the shop. No, no, Randy's later. Oh. They come across the uh, the dude who says he's shopping. He's just <laughs> shopping for plants in the middle of a hurricane. He's like, it's a hurricane sale. Uh, but we find out very quickly that uh, he's possessed by the variant. He touches... Uh, B15 and then it sort of passes on yeah. passes on to her um, and then that's when Loki's like oh me it's me and she's like no no you're me yeah you're, yeah. you're me it's like I'm the I'm the big one which again because we'll get into it a little bit later on but that is to me the variant saying I am Loki because you're you're me yeah or I'm you however you want to look at it but then she kind of goes off that she's not Loki later on in the episode towards the end so we go to uh, we go to Mobius anyway she, uh, what do you mean when she says she doesn't like that name yeah it's not Loki don't think it's Loki don't you no we'll get there 
Which do we do it in Podfans Assemble? Okay. As to, as to theories, because I think there's a few theories in Podfans Assemble, to be fair, but oh, okay. I've, I've done a little bit of digging as well. But again, it's always different from the comics. So we go to Mobius anyway. Uh, he's being quite respectful to all these people in the shelter, uh, even, you know, knowing that they're all basically going to die and there's nothing they can do to stop it. Yeah. Where, But the other Minutemen are being like, bit of a dick just yeah. like pushing them around it's like they don't matter we don't have to be nice to them they're gonna they're gonna die and there's nothing we can do but again it shows that mobius is possibly a little bit more human yeah than than the others <laughs> and he's not just like an, an analyst who's just gonna do anything he's told and then yeah. that's when we find or they find we they find uh <laughs> c12 or c20 the the hunter that got yeah caught by the variants at the start and at that point in it we just see I think we just see her shaking and saying yeah. it's real. Yeah. It's real. That's all she's saying. What's real? I don't know. I, I, think, I think it's the multiverse. I think she's seen the multiverse somehow. Or she's been shown the, the multiverse by the variant. Dragon. Yeah. And she's like, it's real. It's not. It's not. doesn't doesn't not exist anymore. It, it is real. Um, but and we find out more in a bit. But we go back to, we go back to Loki and um, B15 or the variant, basically. And Loki is trying to convince the variant that he's not working for the TVA. He's like undercover, and he's. he's and this he's is where I got himself. confused because I was like, "Is he double bluffing? Is he just bluffing?" Like I just can't. Still, that we still don't <coughs> <No>. know. <laughs> we still don't know whether he's did whether he's completely got turned good. I don't think he'll ever completely turn good. But I don't think he'll ever turn completely. I think good. it depends. On, it, he says it in Ragnarok. He says it, it, it when when Banner says he would. You know, last time I saw you, you were trying to kill everybody. Where are you? Where are you up to these days? And he goes, yeah. "It varies from moment to moment." And it's like it does vary from <laughs> yeah, moment to moment. Really One does. day he's trying to be completely nice, and the other moments he's just like yeah. a complete nutter trying to take over the world. So he tries, uh, so I said he tries to convince her and then the variant jumps out of B-15 and into Randy Yeah, at, at that stage. Uh, and he, Loki basically says he wants to, he wants to overthrow the timekeepers and he wants the variant to help and basically be his lieutenant. So yeah. second in command pretty much. Uh, but the variant says, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested at all. And I can't remember how he says it, but Loki calls her Loki or yeah. him Loki. Yeah, yeah. And then he, it's like proper disgust. It's like, ugh, don't don't call me that name. I don't want to be called Loki, which yeah. is one of the things. Which is one of the reasons why it's like, is it, or does she just not want to be known as Loki? Because she's full on dressed. When we see her later on, she's full on dressed like Loki. Yeah, yeah. So why does she not want to be? Mm, I don't know. Called Loki. We'll get. We'll we'll we'll, see, we'll. I'm sure we'll actually see you next episode, but we'll see you next. We'll Can I also just point out yeah, <coughs> when Loki is Randy? Yeah. Did you notice as it zoomed out from Randy, he did the arms? No. He did the arms. He did the Loki did arms. He? And that's why I think it is Loki or a uh, variation yeah. of, because um, I can't even remember what, what what he said at the time. I just saw the arms go out and it was very much like the, the like, Loki like, pose. And your saviour is here. Yeah, yeah. Thing. So but, I was like, okay. oh. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I loved it. When I saw it, I was like, brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's, it's clever. It is clever. So we go back to Mobius and, and the uh, the hunter from the, from the beginning of the episode and she's still saying it's real. Uh, and she says, I gave it away. Uh, I gave the timekeeper's location away. So are the timekeepers then? No, I think that they've just been told that something is there and this is how we're going to find out that they're not really real. Do you think, really, do you think, but it, it seems weird because when it's like I was, the first thing I thought about that would, to be fair, before I even sort of questioned as to whether the, it's going to be Trevor Slattery. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Hi, I'm Trevor. Buzzing. I want a different, I want a Trevor Slattery <laughs> variant. But, but I was just thinking like, 
if Mobius has never met these guys, yeah, why does the how does the hunter how does a hunter know where they where they are? Just seemed weird that she'd know the lo- she'd know the location. I don't know, but again, we maybe maybe that maybe they'll go there looking for him and and they're not there, and that I will that I will find out, or it'll just be it'll be Mobius and Ravonna's house. <laughs> Just watching, sat there watching Telly writing, no, writing down notes like what's <laughs> going to happen she is the timekeeper so uh, B15 wakes up as well and says that says that Loki's gone and then Loki we go back to Loki and the variant or the variant in Randy's body and Loki's basically saying what what's the plan what is what is it what is it you want from me what what is it you're doing and then Randy just randomly dis- Randy randomly disappears and he comes back as this big trucker dude yeah basically and then starts laying into laying into Loki because he's because he's bigger yeah but would he be I mean he's still only human and Loki's a, Loki's an Asgardian yeah but then with he's got the power of I'd, I'd say that there was the power in there power in there as yeah, well yeah. okay so so anyway they have this they have this big fight Loki has like Jedi powers he just puts his hand out and like yeah, sucks I, didn't get I don't know that. what it was but he like pulls it towards him which is weird and then he pulls out the vacuum cleaner and starts like swinging it around his head. It was a funny fight to be brilliant. fair. It was really good, wasn't it? My favourite bit was the little dog just hitting him in the, the head with his head on the floor. Him, yeah. I was howling. So anyway, Loki ends up getting knocked down and the variant or the, the variant in the trucker's body goes and sets all the reset charges uh, and then that Loki ends up standing up and saying, what, what do you want from me? And then I think the trucker guy just like laughs and then passes out on the floor and then that's when we see the actual variant yeah, yeah. come out and at, is it at that point she takes the hood pulls the hood back and we see that we see yeah. we see Lady Loki at that stage but is it but is it Lady Loki she looked more like Doctor Who and get up she did a little bit <laughs> she just had, she just had a bit of a look yeah of it's, um, Jodie Foster it's clearly no, no, Jodie Foster not Jodie Jodie Whittaker Jodie Whittaker <laughs> It's clearly the uh, who people thought was Nat in the trailers. Yeah, she's got the short blonde hair. She's got yeah, the short yeah. blonde hair. She must be, and that's when she says. To be fair, I was expecting a brunette. Were you? Yeah. Oh, I thought. I see. I think I thought from the trailers, the blonde in the trailers was going to be was going to be Lady Loki know. anyway. I was just. I, I think just because Loki has got yeah dark hair. I thought it was going to be pale skin, dark hair. I thought. I thought that's kind of what we were going to get. Because it's a variant of the same person. But is it a variant of the same person? Well, now we don't know, do well, now we? we? Now we don't know, do we? But the pose. The pose. When she did the pose. The you're doing the pose, pose and you're not Loki. <laughs> I know. But it was just... Listen as he's doing the pose. <laughs> it was just Still. a very Loki thing to do. <laughs> it was. So she says, this isn't about you. And then that's when all the start reset charges start going off. But they don't go off. They sort of like start loading and like because there's like a liquid inside that mixes first isn't yeah, it, before yeah. it goes off but just before they go off and they can basically prune the area like we've been told they all start disappearing through like mini time doors yeah. un- underneath them which was really cool by the way it's not what I was expecting at no, all no no I thought it was all going to blow up and I yeah, think Loki yeah. was expecting it all to blow up yeah. as well wasn't he and then they all just start disappearing uh, and then we shoot back to the TVA and then that's when we see all the time panic going these two dudes absolutely panicking saying they've bombed the timeline and then I love the, the fact that it's like their the code was zero 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 it was like the first one if this if shit hits the fan yeah 
this, this is, is the, the code. Big, it's the, the, it's the biggest code we need. It's zero, zero, zero. Why well, add all the zeros? <laughs> it's longer to tell the code, know, then, yeah. isn't it? So the so we see the screen, and it's what we see in the trailers. We see the ti- the the main timeline with all the different all the different branches coming off, yeah. and underneath the tile underneath the branches going off, yeah. we start to see like locations popping up on the screen. So we see loads of different locations. Yeah, most of them are Earth, to be fair. Yeah, and then different years and dates. Okay. Did you tr- you did you I didn't get onto all the different locations? So to be fair, I, I've literally been home for about thirty minutes today. Oh yeah. So I watched it on my phone. Oh um, yeah. uh, On my lunch, um, yeah. so I couldn't. I couldn't. See. I didn't pick. I watched them on. My, I watched it on the iPad the first time, yeah, yeah. and I didn't pick up on locations until I watched it back on the uh, tally. But to be fair, some of them are. Some of them aren't like they're all like. I say big locations. Some of them are big places, but there's like things like Vietnam, Lisbon in Portugal, uh, Coxville, USA, Thornton, USA, uh, Finland, Tokyo, New York, all different years. But then some of the big ones, there is Vormir. Okay. Vormir, which is where the Soul Stone is. Yeah. Vormir 2301 is the year. Okay. There is Asgard 2004. Sakar, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, so something's happening there in the eighties as well. Eighties, Titan, nineteen eighty two. What else is there? Xandar, one thousand and one, and then the one that I thought was the most interesting, Ego, thirteen eighty two. Ego, where was that again? Peter's dad. Oh, yeah. Thirteen eighty two, like so, it's quite can't be anything to do with Peter, but yeah. Yeah, just so many different places. Are we going to see all these places? Are we going to see any of these places? Be quite cool, wouldn't it? It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Well, when the on the in the very first episode when they talk, you know, when they see like the video, yeah, it's like cartoon. It's talking about this multiversal war. It looks like that's being fought on Titan because in the background there's like you know like all the big like the weird buildings that were on Titan when Thanos yeah, was yeah. there and when he re- like rewound reality. There's like cartoon versions of all them, and it looks like there's Kree fighting there as well. So I do wonder whether like that's something to do with the multiversal war, and maybe that's one of the places that she's gone back to because it's like right, well let's just cock up the multiversal war straight away, and then yeah, it doesn't get won or it doesn't get won by the right by the right side, something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely going to be it's definitely going to be interesting if the multiverse doesn't already exist, which I think it might already. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Just the, this is the multiverse. She's just created the multiverse because all these branches are moving towards that red line very quickly. And you see Ravonna, don't we? We see her like getting this, getting that thing off the shelf yeah, that looks yeah. like a Baraka stick, and like sending all the Minutemen in to go yeah. you know, jumping through time doors. So uh, whether they can get there and fix all these things that quickly, I don't know because they're all happening in real time, aren't they? Yeah, so it's yeah. like how are they going to get all these people to all these different places? But it's all. It's all kicked off. Yeah. The shit has hit the fan, as, we, as we say, big time. Uh, and then we go back, <coughs> anyway, we go back to, just before the end of the episode, we go back to uh, Rock's cart. We see Lady Loki, she basically gets off through the time door, uh, but it yeah. doesn't close. And then we see Mobius running towards Loki and Loki's sort of like just looking between the time Making door Making that Mobius. decision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he decides, we think he decides to to jump and take the, take the leap through the time door. Right. So my question is, is he? Did he still have the neck thing on? No. Okay. I don't think he had one anyway. Okay. I don't think he had one of them. Ta- one of them. Only because in one of the trailers, he appears in somewhere that looks like a gang of thieves. Yeah. 
and then they all suddenly point their weapons at him and they have like a load of knives at his neck but he's got the thing on round round his neck again isn't that when he's dressed as Lo- president loki I can't the trailer. remember. I think it's when he's dressed as President Loki. Maybe he's still got the collar on there. Maybe, do you reckon maybe that's something to do with Roosevelt then? And he yeah. starts running against Roosevelt. Could for... <laughs> it could be, couldn't it? I didn't even thought of that. But it could be. Just with Roosevelt. it being Roosevelt high, like maybe that's the, the link yeah, yeah. from the pen. Maybe. I've got a feeling that maybe like Ravonna isn't a... She's Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> I think surprised if she wasn't. I mean, I, I like the uh, the potential that she's an eternal. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if she's none of it. She's just human, and she's sort of hijacked. Or scroll. Or scroll. Or she's just also the timeline. You know, we talked about the flagging last week, by the way. Yes, flirking. Flirking. Um, I still didn't say it right. I don't know what's wrong no. with me today. <laughs> um, there was a scroll in the next room. Was there? Yeah. I knew, so, heard so you know when scroll, she's so it. when he first walks in, yeah. when he's about to go to court with Ravonna. R- Ravonna. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with my head. Sorry. It's fine. The scroll sat in the in the benches. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have to go back and check. It's that. Li- it's literally like the back of his head, but you can tell by the you ear and the, the, the yeah, yeah. See, it's got so these with these episodes. I mean, I've watched so many tiny details in it. I know that I missed. And yeah. We've watched them multiple times. I think most people have watched them multiple times as well. But um, but yeah. Anyway, the episode before we get onto like Podfans Assemble and theories, absolutely amazing episode again. Loved it. I was surprised at how good it was because I thought after episode one it maybe slowed down a little bit. Yeah. But it doesn't. It's it kept just pace really well. So quick. The fact that we've we've had the reveal already. Yeah. Of of Lady Loki, I think there's more to it. I think there's a lot more to it because I don't think that they'd give a reveal away that quickly. She can't be the big bad. No. If we're two episodes in and we've we've no. we've seen I'm it, I'm still rooting for Mephisto. That's why I also don't think it's that. Yeah, that's why I'm also not convinced that she is a variant of Loki either. But we'll we'll get no. onto that. Yeah, we'll get onto that in, in a bit. Should we do? Should we do Pod Fans Assemble? Yeah, let's do it. Pod fans assemble. Okay, so we've got uh, Sean on Facebook who said, got to say, I'll be really disappointed if Variant Loki is actually the ultimate enemy. We got our hero is the villain storyline in one division, plus that kid who looked like a younger Loki pointed at the devil, so come on, Mephisto. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Hopefully we get... I, we're never going to get Mephisto. I don't think we're going to get him. We're not, but I hope. I hope. Mephisto I, versus Wonder at the end of the series. I, I still think that they're hinting through a, a load of stuff be. so that he does turn up at some point. Yeah. And so whether He's it's... got to be controlling Whether it's all this. an introduction the same way as they did Thanos or whether, you know, they've been doing it as Red Herons for now, but he will turn up. Well, that's what they kind of did with blue. Thanos. They kind of, even though we saw him, yeah. they did kind of like tease him for a little while. Yeah, we yeah. just saw like very, very short parts of him. So that's why I'm still thinking that Mephisto's going to... Maybe not for six or seven films yet. Yeah. But I he's he's coming. Yeah. I'm Fingers convinced. Crossed. Hopefully. I'm convinced. Um and I still want it to be um what's his name from Prison Break? John Oh yeah. The I one that play, actually played Lucifer he in played Constantine. Lu- yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But I just think name. I just think he would be brilliant. He would be boss. Um and uh, I also agree with the fact that um that the hero is the villain storyline. We've we've had it. There's so more to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've then got we needed Rhodes podcast. Um, who pretty much just said what an episode. Yeah. <laughs> T- summed it up very well. Totally agree. That's literally all I saw. I do you know what I saw that 
message yeah. before I saw the episode because it came through as a Twitter notification. Yeah. And literally, all I, as soon as I watched the episode, my first thought was, wow, what an episode. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, we've then got Keeper of the Sacred Flame, who said Loki will be the hero of the sacred timeline. Yeah. I'm still not convinced on him. I'm not, I like it. I hope he is, but I'm still just not convinced he's good or but whether I'm he's not good convinced it's going to be fixed. Yeah, I'm not convinced it is either. I, I'm with the with just with everything that's coming. I just I'm just not convinced. Yeah. Uh, we've then got a Jesse Barry who said there are no timekeepers. Yeah. <gasps> Amazing. Like Ren Slayer's running the show because she's a power hungry hoe. <laughs> and then she just put <laughs> it right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Loki will figure all this out. The TVA will disband and be free to live their lives and ride jet skis. Amazing. The multiverse will ensue. Oh. I'm, I'm in full agreement with that. I, I am, I'm but I'm that. still not convinced it's not already there, the multiverse. That's the only thing. Um, <laughs> then uh, Herald of Galactus said, um, that list of locations at the end had me salivating. <laughs> And the gift that he's put with it of Homer Simpson. <laughs> That's the gummy bear one, it isn't is it? It is the gummy bear one, yeah. <laughs> uh, and well then done, we've got, Rob. <laughs> That's amazing, fair play. And then we've got Paul Sears. Have we just witnessed the start of the multiverse? Wasn't expecting that so early on. Thought that would have happened towards the end of the series. Looking forward to see what Lady Loki, Sylvie, and the real Loki are planning next. Yeah, so he's he's going down the Sylvie route. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for thank you, everybody, Cheers, for guys. sending the, uh, the messages in. So I think the th- one of the theories is... Again, this is potential spoilers, but again, we're never right. And they never sort of follow the comics exactly. One of the theories is that Lady Loki, who we've seen, yeah. isn't Lady Loki, but she's a character called Sylvie, who in the comics is or becomes a character called the Enchantress. And I think she gets her powers from Loki. Oh, okay. Or from a version from a version of Loki. But she might think that she's Loki or not or you know, be just be trying yeah, to pop yeah. him at this point. Um, but I think one of the one of the ru- rumors, one of the theories out there at the moment is I think you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Richard E. Grant is in, yes. is in this, and I think a lot of people are hoping that she's working for Loki, and Richard E. Grant is another variant that of Loki, would and he's be like amazing. an older version of Loki. That would be incredible. That would be so good. Or he could be Mephisto. Yeah, I'd, but I'd go. I go. I buy that Grant. to be fair. I just think that. She must be working for somebody else, yeah. Rather than her being the the big the big bad, basically similar to what. And maybe she hates that name because she begrudges him being her boss. Ugh, don't say that name. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot more to it, though. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited as to to what's to come. And it's again, really it's only a short series, six episodes, but so much has happened in the first two <laughs> already. It's brilliant. It's been so impressive. So should we wrap up? Yeah. Right, sound, brilliant. So uh, if you want to get in touch and send in your theories uh, for Podfans Assemble, you can get in touch with us on Twitter. We are at Superhero Thing. You can find us on Facebook. There's a Facebook group there. So you can get on there and have a chat with us. We're on there all the time, me and Anthony. Uh, let us know your theories on there. So just look, go on Facebook and search for that Superhero Thing. Uh, we've got the website, that's superherothing.com. All our contact information is on there. All the social links, Instagram, TikTok. I don't think TikTok's on the website. 
I don't, I no, I don't think it is. I will put the link to TikTok on the website. You just If you want to just search on TikTok, we are at Superhero Thing on TikTok yeah. as well. Anthony is getting very good with the videos. He's putting out absolute bangers myself. every time. He's impressing himself. <laughs> He's impressing me as well. It's brilliant. Uh, alternatively, you can just send us an email at, at info at that superhero thing.com. If you go to the contact us page on the website as well, there is an option to leave us a voice message and we can include that in the podcast. Uh, as we always say, thank you for listening. Uh, if you have enjoyed the podcast and you've been listening for a while or whether you're new to it, uh, it would mean the world to us if you would consider leaving us a review. They help us out massively, help us get noticed. Yeah. So that would be brilliant. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously next week we'll be on to Loki episode three. We still don't know what it's going to be called. And it's not going to be long either until we get to do our Black Widow bonus episode. Amazing. So I am looking forward to that. Uh, other than that, though, that's everything from me. Speak to you next week. All right. See you soon, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.